Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. There is no place I would rather be than right here on Resurrection Sunday. And I was in ISO last week, two kids down, and I was praying with everything I had, just, Lord, I want to be in church for Easter. So here I am. Don't worry. I am fit and healthy. You can come near me. It's all good. And I'm here to celebrate with everyone. Are you good? All right, we're going to get into the Word. Before we start, just turn to the person next to you. Tell them they look amazing today. Tell them they are amazing. All right, if you have a Bible here this morning, get it out. It'll come up on the screen also, but we're going to Matthew chapter 28. I want to start this little message just by reading from the Scriptures. That makes this a legal sermon today. Matthew 28, are you there? All right. Who's old school paper Bible? Who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's phone all the way, all the phone? Okay, okay, cool. Yep. I think we'll all, we'll all be in heaven, right? Yeah, good, just to make sure everyone knows that. That's good. You know when you, know when you open your Bible app and the preacher says, go to this passage and you open it and you've already got it highlighted? Like, how holy do you feel when that happens? <laughs> yeah? You're just like, yes. I love that. Did anyone have Matthew 28 verse 1 to 7 highlighted? Anyone here today? No. Oh, you're all heathens. Sorry about that. <laughs> Man, that was a moment for someone. Can you imagine just being the only person in the room? That would have been such a great moment. Hey. We would have got you to pray for all of us. All right. We're going to read the Bible now before I say anything else that will get me in trouble. Matthew 28, verse 1, it says, Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the woman, don't be afraid. He said, women, he said, I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Just as he said he would, just as he said would happen, come. See where his body was lying and now go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. This is an incredible scene. Do we understand how epic this is? 
Like the only way I think you can really try and do this is if you put yourself in someone's shoes in that moment. And Jesus has been crucified. He's been buried. Like that was a big uh, traumatic thing for many of his followers. He's in the grave. These two Marys are heading down there on this day. They rock up. And just like anyone's normal start to the day, there is an angel there to greet them, right? This is a massive scene, a massive scene. The guards, how are the guards? They just pass out. They're just out cold. So there's something incredible about the presence of this angel in particular, right? In what's so amazing about us gathering together and us reading the Scriptures today is that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is central to the Christian faith. It's, it, without the resurrection, there is no Christian faith, all right? And so let me just spell this out for you, especially if you are new to church, new to faith, maybe not sure whether you believe or anything like that. I just want it to be really clear, is that as followers of Jesus, there are many people in this room today and we believe that Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah? Yeah. But does anyone realise how crazy that can sound to some people? Yeah? And yeah, like, that's different, right? <laughs> and so the angel's response here is, is maybe even a little bit, I know this is crazy, but Jesus said he would do it. Come and have a look for yourself. Come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Come and experience for yourself and then do what? Then go, go and tell others and Jesus is waiting for you. Now that's a message in itself. This is the Christian life, the Christian journey that we encounter Jesus by the grace of God, that our eyes are opened and that we follow Him. That we're never alone, that He's with us that He meets us in life. He meets us in certain seasons and times in life more powerfully than others. But this is who He is. And so everything hangs off the resurrection. And what I love about God is I love, I love how God works, right? Like, I think this is amazing. Like, who would have thought? Yeah, you know, I know how I'll get all this stuff sorted out. Well, God did. And I love how God is always working to bring His plans and His purposes around for good. And this is encouragement to people here today. This is a word for each one of us that maybe you're in a season of life and things are difficult and you've got some challenges or you've got some stuff that you're processing. Maybe you feel like God is distant or you're in a season where you just can't sense His presence or know His nearness in any way. And I want you to know that the Father is always at work and even if you can't see Him now, He's at work. And I want to encourage you, fix your eyes on what you can see Him doing. Fix your eyes on what you know of Him and hold on to that until you find what you're looking for in Him. I was, um, I was talking to some people on Friday and this amazing thing happened. There's this, 
there's this lady in our church and we've been praying for her for a long time. She's had a lot of challenges in her life and she's been really open in asking us as a church to pray for her. And so she's been submitting these prayer requests and we've been faithfully praying as a team. And when our Thursday chapel crew get together, they, they've been praying as well. And I was talking to some friends of hers that she brought along to church on Good Friday. And they're in the house today too as well, amazing people. And we're just having this great conversation. And as they were sharing with me a little bit of their story and their connection with this woman, I realised, like the penny dropped for me, is that as we were praying for her, God was bringing these people into her life and using them to answer the prayers that we were praying. And I was just like, whoa, this is so good. Now, we had no idea when we were praying. We were praying prayers in faith, believing that God was at work, but we had no evidence of it until Friday. And I thought, man, God is amazing. He's always at work and often in ways that we least expect. You know, there were so many people who didn't see the resurrection coming. Even the disciples, like Jesus, I think Jesus is like told them, it's going to happen. And yet they still like, you know, they were so sad. And, you know, I guess it's a weird space. Like he says he's coming back. You know, is that really happening? <laughs> My imagination, imagination takes me away into this place, in this setting. And uh, you're going to have to stay with me. If you're not creative, I'm going to lose you massively here. <laughs> but... um. I, still, I pictured this planning meeting in heaven going on, right? And God's there and he's sitting around. It's this amazing board table. It's probably made out of gold or something. And, and, and there's all the senior angels and they're there. And, and one of the angels pipes up and he says, well, well God, what are we going to do about this problem? Um, because it seems that the blood of bulls and goats is just not getting the desired result, Right? And God gets this cheeky little smile and he says, well, actually, I've got a plan for that, right? And they're all thinking, oh, all right, what's going on here, you know? And he says, well, all right, here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to send Jesus down to earth. And everyone's going to be like, oh, all right, okay. And he's going to die on a cross, And he's going to pay the price, the penalty. He's going to take the punishment for the sins of mankind. And he's going to sort this blood payment, this sacrifice, this penalty out once and for all time. How's that sound? And everyone's thinking, okay, let us work. (laughs) Well, that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Are you still with me? We're in the board meeting. And uh, (laughs) we're zoomed in at the moment. Screen's black but we're there watching in and, and, and another angel pipes up and he says, well, okay, that does sound really good, but what happens next? Because it sounds good, but then Jesus is dead, right? And God gets that smile again. He says, no, 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 no. He's going to come back to life. And everyone's like, whoa, right, right. He's going to come back to life. Guys, three days, he's going to stay in the grave. 
and then he's gonna come back to life. And after that, he's gonna go and he's gonna hang out with people and show himself and reveal himself to people. And then I'm gonna bring him home and he's gonna be back here with us. And people are gonna have an experience of the resurrected Jesus. And then even after that, I'm gonna do more. Just you wait and see. And by that, the board meeting's just like, no wonder you're God. Like, that's good, right? But the resurrection of Jesus, it it changes everything. It changes everything. And if it changes everything, then the resurrection of Jesus should actually change us. Like our lives as followers of Jesus should be a reflection of the resurrected living Jesus Christ. And if you're not here today, uh, if you're here today and you're not too sure about, you know, what I'm talking about here, I'm okay with that. That's, it's just great to have you here. Um, if you're on a bit of a journey and you're working some of this out, that's totally fine. But I think I've got some stuff that's going to help us all this morning. I'm going to run through just um, a few things that I believe are going to be really significant for us as we think about the resurrection, okay? Now, I've I, a good Baptist message, three points. I got six, all right? So this is like a doubly good Baptist message this morning, all right? Are you ready? And what you got to do is as I read out each point, I want all the crazy spirit-filled followers of Jesus in the room to hoot and cheer, okay? Because it's going to be good news, all right? So we're going to try this. Point number one, and remember how many have I got? Six, good. Okay, point number one. The resurrection of Jesus shows that there is nothing that can stand against God. That was really good. The problem is that you've set the bar really high. Like number six has to be that good or better. All right. The resurrection of Jesus shows that there is nothing that can stand against God. Even life and death are in His hands. And so if you are someone here today or listening in with us and you have a fear of death, this is great news for you. Not even death was an issue for God, right? It doesn't finish at the end of this physical life. There is more. And for followers of Jesus, we get to spend eternity with Him. That this is just a tiny dot in all of eternity, right? This is really good news. And the Bible actually says this. The Bible actually says that there will be a day when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Whether you believe or not, there will be a day where you will be confronted by the reality of Jesus, the living King, and every knee will bow in His presence and every tongue then will confess Jesus really is Lord. Amen. All right. Number two, this is theological. Stay with me, okay? If I use a big word, just um, ask the person next to you what it means. (laughs) The resurrection of Jesus puts us right with God. Okay. So the theological word for this is justification. All right. And the resurrection actually shows 
that God accepted the death of Jesus as the penalty and the punishment for our sins. He raised Him from life because He said, it is finished. That's done, it was enough. It's an acceptable sacrifice to wash the sins clean of my people so they can come into my presence and I can come into theirs. That's good news, right? This is what it says in Romans 4.25. It says, He was delivered over to death for our sins and He was raised to life for our justification to set us right with Him. All right, number three, the resurrection of Jesus shows that Jesus is alive and active today. Give it up. Great. What does that mean? That means Jesus is not just a historical figure who came and did some amazing things and died, right? Lots of people have done that, okay? And some of those people are really worthy of honour and respect. Jesus was not one of those people. He came, God and man, He walked the earth, He died, death could not defeat Him. And today He is alive and active and at work everywhere in our world. So let me make it really simple. Followers of Jesus, we don't follow some dead person from the past. We follow a living King. That's who Jesus is. Yeah? Number four, the resurrection of Jesus shows that we will be raised again just like Jesus. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in us so that this is not the end for us, but we get to be with the Father forever. And we're gonna get new bodies. We're gonna be in His presence. Some people are like, yes. Can I have some more bicep in that new body? Please, Lord. It's gonna be no suffering. There will not be any suffering. Doesn't that sound amazing? God will set things right for eternity. Side note here too, this could have been a point, but I just wanted to make sure people realise this. The resurrection of Jesus also proves that Jesus is the Son of God. He's not a crazy person who came and just said, hey, guess what? I'm going to be raised from the dead and it didn't happen. He said that it would happen and it happened. He proved that He really was the Son of God. All right, number five, the resurrection of Jesus made way for the Holy Spirit to come to believers. Yes. It's getting Pentecostal in here. (laughs) Wow. All right. So Jesus said to His disciples that He had then to go so that the Spirit of God could come. And so He walked amongst them after His resurrection, but then He returned to His place at the right hand of the Father. Also the Spirit of God could come. And here's why this is such great news, is is that for anyone who ever feels like this is a lonely journey in life, Jesus has said, you will never be alone. He said, I will be with you to the end of the ages. I will be with you. And it doesn't matter how many broken relationships you have in life, maybe how how many people have 
done horrible things to you and said horrible things to you and you just feel so isolated, you feel like there's no one to turn to, Jesus is always there. And I want you to know this, is that sometimes you will never know that until you are experiencing that for yourself. Till you find yourself in a place where you just think, Jesus, you are all I have. And I can promise you in those times, you will know His nearness. That's, that's good news right there. Number six, the resurrection of Jesus gives believers hope. Amen. Now, I think to give that an assessment, like on the hoot scale, that definitely was better than number one. So well done. Just give someone next to you a pat on the back, say good effort. Thanks for helping Dan's message today. The resurrection of Jesus gives believers hope. This is what it says in 1 Peter 1. I can't say it better than this. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. That is great news there. There's an inheritance. Like that's cool. Like some of you may have wealthy parents and you're waiting on on an inheritance and that's cool. Think about what happens when you're waiting on an inheritance from the creator of the universe, right? That's really cool. That's an inheritance, an internal inheritance. When, when there's so much hopelessness in the world, it's amazing to be a follower of Jesus and have hope. It's hard for it to not really impact you when you look around the world these days. As someone who watches the news, I'm sure it wouldn't take long at all, but to see the hopelessness that is all around us. And yet as followers of Jesus, we get to walk in this hope that all comes because of Him. This hope that God is not finished yet. This hope that the best is yet to come. This hope that every day there can still be stories of breakthrough and God's incredible, miraculous work. We have this hope. We have this hope that it's for us, that even as we walk through life, and maybe things seem hopeless for us, And maybe you have those thoughts where you think I'm too far gone or I've stuffed up again. We have this hope that it's never too much for Jesus, that He always says, you are mine. That His forgiveness, that that blood that was shed can cover it all. We have this hope that the Father will always love us unconditionally. This is an amazing message. I was thinking that here we are and we're, we're celebrating the resurrection of Jesus and we've got three people getting baptised today. And you know, as they are baptised today, they are identifying with the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
That's what they're doing. And they're going through this process of being baptised and it's, it's a physical demonstration of a spiritual reality is that they identify with the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus and that they are now joined with Him in those things. Isn't that incredible? I don't understand it all. On a spiritual level, they are joined with Jesus. And in this process that God has ordained today, they go into the water and this old life is left behind, but they don't stay there. Even if I hold them under for a while, they're not gonna stay under, it's okay, Lee. (laughs) They come out again into the new life that Jesus has for them. Isn't that great? It's always inspiring to hear the stories of other people and the impact that Jesus has made in their life. But the cross and the resurrection, the love of God actually demands a response from every single one of us. It's too powerful just to skip over. So it wouldn't be right if I didn't give you an opportunity just to respond in some way today. I'm gonna invite you just to jump on your feet and stand with me and we're gonna gonna sing a song as we finish up today. But I just wanna give you this invitation today. I wanna create a moment in your journey of life where you're at right now, a moment where you can just say yes to God. I'm not gonna ask you to do anything scary. You don't have to come down the front or anything like that. It's not gonna be a public spectacle, but God knows your heart this morning. And I know and I believe that even as we've been sharing together today, that God's been knocking on some hearts. And I want you to know that that's the Spirit of God in His grace, that He is talking to people here in this room, that He's touching people's hearts today. And He's saying, I want you to come to me. And for some people, you're here today and you're plagued by guilt. You're plagued by guilt from some of the decisions that you've made in life, some of the directions that you've gone and it weighs down so heavy on you. And you even sit in a room like this and you feel so filthy. And you have these thoughts to yourself where you think, I am not even worthy to come to this Jesus that Dan is speaking about. But I want you to hear this, is that Jesus is enough and the Father is standing with arms wide open for you today. And you can leave free from that guilt right here today. You don't have to wait. You don't have to carry that any longer. Jesus' death on the cross, His life and His resurrection is enough to set you free. Maybe you're here today and you've never really believed or understood what God has done for you. And maybe as I've been speaking, you realise that there's something stirring in you. And as I said, it just demands a response. 
We believe that that stirring is God saying, come to me, come to me. Come and receive the life that I have for you. Come and walk with me. Leave all that behind and come and walk with me. And I wanna give you that invitation today. And so I'm just gonna pray. I'm just gonna pray. And if it's, if it's you here today and you're feeling like I do have to make a decision right here today, then I just want you to pray with me, just in your heart this morning. And so Father, we just thank You as we come and as we celebrate the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we thank You that it's all because of Your incredible love and it's Your love for all people for all time. And that includes every person in this room today, every person who's listening to this message right now, every person that will listen to this message in the future. There are no limits to that unconditional love, Heavenly Father. So if you're here today and you're saying, yes, this is for me, just pray with me, Lord. I just make this decision to put my faith and my trust in You today. I welcome You into my life. Come and take control of my life. Come and lead me. I receive Your forgiveness and Your love today. In Jesus' mighty Name, Amen. Amen. Listen, the one thing I do wanna ask of you this morning is if that you are here this morning and you have made a decision, if you feel like God has impacted your heart in some way, can you just put your hand up and give me a wave right now? Is there, who's in this room? Thank you, thank you, so good. Thank you, praise the Lord. Anyone else here today that you're saying, yes, this is something for me? Come on, you can do better than that, church. I just wanna encourage you, maybe it was even too daunting to put your hand up. I can understand that for sure. All the introverts in the room are thinking, heck no. <laughs> but we just wanna bless you and we wanna do anything that we can to help you on this journey with Jesus. And so at the doors, at our exits today, you will find one of these packs called a New Life Pack. And they're our gift to you. They don't cost anything. We just love it if you just grabbed one of these on the way out. Take it home in your own time and space, open it up and there is some instructions and some tools in here that can help you walk with Jesus every day. That's our gift to you. If you wanna connect with one of our leaders here, we would love to do that and we'd really love to pray for you as well. Good to be in church, isn't it? Yeah, come on. All right, so here we go. We're gonna finish up with one final song. I'll hand over to the team. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.